seats and we'll get started here. joining us here this morning. My name's Rich. I'm one of the pastors here at the Firehouse Church. Um, and just excited to have a full house here. I speculate there's one of two reasons you are here with us this morning making a full house. Um, one of the reasons might be because it is a Bronco bye week. Is, is that... Uh, and, you know, so I appreciate you showing up. That's good. Um, but no, actually, if the Broncos played, we don't have scheduling conflicts there unless you tailgate, like, really, really long there. Um, start the tailgate party. But the other reason would be you're here to join us uh, in celebrating adding Greg Miller as a pastor to the Firehouse Church. So, uh, anyone here for that? I don't know about you, but that's what I'm here for. So, um, anyways, but I'm going to go ahead and pray, and then we're going to kind of talk through a few things. Really, the theme of this morning is going to be celebration. Uh, we're going to celebrate some things that God has done in our past, really uh, share some of the history of the Firehouse Church, and then uh, going to celebrate some opportunities that God has placed before us right now, and then we are going to celebrate the addition of, of Greg to our team of pastors here. So, um, but anyways, I'm I'm going to pray and just commit our time to the Lord here, and then we will party on. So, if you guys would, just bow our heads together. Oh, Lord Jesus, we do just thank you for this morning. We thank you for giving us life today. We thank you for bringing us together and allowing us a chance to worship you, uh, the one who is and was and is to come. And uh, we, we just thank you that you have been at work in our, in our midst, leading us over this last 10 years. And you have led us to this day, this moment. And we thank you for the opportunities that you have placed before us. And we thank you for um, your work in Greg's life, Lord, and, and raising him up to serve you as, as a pastor in the Firehouse Church here. And so we just want to commit all that we're doing here to you this morning. We ask for your presence to be made known. We ask for your name to be honored. Uh, we just ask you to bless this time. And we do pray in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Well, so um, for starters here, uh, again, really three different segments this morning to frame our time. One is just to celebrate where God has, has brought us from, what God has done in the midst of the Firehouse Church over the last 10 years. And then we're going to look at some of the opportunities right before us, and then we're going to go ahead and, and, and lay hands on Greg. We'll explain what that means, the, the choking part of that there. Um, but, you know, so um, anyways, we do have some, video, uh, some, slide, some slides I want to show you here, because some of you, um, I know you're, you're new with us as a church. Some of you are here visiting, um, really, uh, on, on behalf of Greg and... We're glad you're all here. Um, but uh, some of you do not know necessarily the history of our church and our association of church and uh, churches. And we actually talked about the history of our, our church a couple months ago. And since then, there's been some new people who have joined us who missed out on our history. And so we thought we'd to share that again as well. Make sure you know what you're getting involved in here, what you're a part of. So... Um, few things, though. Uh, you might know that we are a part of a movement of churches called the Great Commission Churches. And, and really, um, 
kind of our roots were back in the early 70s where a number of, of young men and women decided to take Jesus' command to go and make disciples of all nations, to take that very personally and begin sharing the gospel, um, you know, just from city to city. I think they hopped on a bus and began driving to different places like uh, from Colorado down to New Mexico, down to Albuquerque, and then um, began just sharing the good news about Jesus Christ and churches happened. Here's one picture of a church uh, in Columbus, Ohio, and, and the results of churches that were planted from that one church. Um, another one includes the city of uh, Ames, Iowa. Um, you know, Ames, Iowa is a part of Iowa's heaven is what I hear, right? So this is uh, what God has done from, from there. Uh, a number of churches were planted from there. Uh, and eventually a church was started from there in Fort Collins, Colorado. And here's another little chart of that. This is the, the old, if you've heard of this, this is the sacred bubble chart from back in Fort Collins here. Um, and it has some bubbles of different other churches that were planted. Now, um, now again, if you're new with us, if you've been around a while, you kind of understand we, we plant churches, we get the gospel out, churches happen. If... If you're not, you know, if you haven't been familiar with that terminology, um, you might be thinking, what does this talk about all these church plants? You know, I don't know what a church plant is. Uh, you could be thinking, like I probably once thought, a church plant, first two plants that come to mind, I think of a lily. A lily seems very church plant oriented, or a, a, a poinsettia, another very good church plant. Um, but, you know, really what a church plant is, is the starting of a new church, a new group of people who have come to bring the gospel to a new location. And really, um, that is why this church exists here in, in downtown Denver. And it was about, um, you know, here, here's a verse, just a, kind of what we're going to be doing here. This first part is just come and see what God has done, how awesome His works in man's behalf. He turned the sea into dry land. They passed through the waters on foot. Come, let us rejoice in Him. And again, the spirit of this first part, we're just going to celebrate what God has done and what we've seen Him do on our behalf in the Firehouse Church. And so um, it was 10 years ago, um, uh, this past spring break, March, 10 years ago, where we sent a team down from Fort Collins, uh, from the, the, the Rock Church up there. The Rock is a part of some of you community church. We sent a team down to explore Denver, to kind of do some reconnaissance work. Is there an opportunity to share the good news of Jesus Christ in Denver? And um, and so there's some people on the team here. You might recognize some of these familiar faces. I see Caitlin, uh, formerly Kavanaugh, right there. Um, there's me in the very back. Rory, my daughter, was about two years old at the time, standing on the table. And now if she did that, the table would break, I think. Um, but um, So the, the date there, that was March uh, 21st of 04. And, and I just remember one of the verses that I came away with from that time, reading the one-year Bible. It's fun to look up verses that you know the dates on, and you know that's when you read them. Um, but on that day in the one-year Bible, I read this in Luke 4.43. And it just said this, as we were praying about God would send a team down to Denver. Um, and it says this, Jesus said, um, I must preach the good news of the kingdom of God to other towns also, because that is why I was sent. We just started getting a sense that uh, we... I had another opportunity to share the gospel in another location. And, and after our trip here, um, you know, we, we continued to explore that. We sent a team down that summer of 04. We called it a, the Denver Infusion Team. And the idea was to explore for three months in downtown Denver if there's an opportunity to start a church, if people were open to the gospel, or if they needed the gospel. Again, you might recognize some familiar faces in there. I see 
Brad off on one side of the picture there. There's a, I'm holding little Graham Jordan, who was a, a couple months old at the time of the, uh, the infusion team there. She's grown a little bit. Um, but So after that summer, and discussing with uh, you know, the team of pastors I was a part of in Fort Collins with John and the guys up there, we decided, you know what, um, we think God wants us to stay and start a church in downtown Denver. We knew that Denver has many great churches in the suburbs, many large churches, but as we explored the downtown area, um, we realized there was probably an opportunity to start a church like ours and share the gospel with people who probably had not heard about Jesus Christ yet or uh, maybe had the opportunity to follow Him with others who had that same heart. So we began in... um, we began our first church service on the, uh, over here in Commons Park West Apartments, just down the street here. Corner unit, second floor, standing room only. Um, there was uh, This is one of our church services. This was a hospitality setup at the time there. It was pretty advanced. Um, we... Uh, you know, we, we had a great time, but we started probably with 18 people at one of the first Sundays there in fall 10 years ago. And then shortly after that, we kind of outgrew that apartment, hard to believe. Um, and, and we moved down the street to Little Raven in 15th. Some of you might know this. Uh, I think they've painted it, but it was, we had a guy that had a connection to Cactus Marketing, and we met in the lobby there for church for a while. Um, we had met the guy just up the street at the Starbucks there, and he kind of jumped in, and, and we used uh, the lobby of Cactus Practice marketing there, uh, sharpideas.com, very very creative. But um, anyways, then we moved from there to the Metro Apartments where Jeff Weeman lived at the time, and we had outgrown the, the lobby of Cactus Marketing there, and um, we moved on to the Metro. Here's a picture inside the, the lobby there. There's a, can't recognize too many of the faces, but the little the little guy down in the corner with the blonde hair is Reeve Miller, I'm pretty sure. Reeve was the Sunday school back then. Now, Reeve and two others, they were the Sunday school, so... Things have changed. The church has grown. But that was the metro apartments. From there, we went to um, meet on campus for a while. We met in the Tivoli Student Union there. Um, And we met on the sixth floor. You kind of can... Well, I mean, if you know the Tivoli at all, you can see right where it's at there. But anyways, uh, we met there for a while. And... Unfortunately, they had not restarted brewing at the Tivoli then. They have since then, but we, we moved out after that, well, before that all happened. Um, there's a picture of some of the gals there at the Tivoli there. I see some familiar. I see Sarah and Morgan, Bree and Amy now out, and, and Elisa out in Stillwater now, but that was a picture uh, in the Tivoli there. Then God moved us on to the Asbury Church, just down the street, a few blocks from here. Um, and a number of you probably visited us uh, down there. It was a great setup. We used the uh, the main level, the garden level, the basement, called by some. Um, but uh, we, we had a great time there. A lot of cool things. That God did a lot of cool things there. Here's uh, one of the cool things that happened back there. You might recognize this guy here. I don't know who that kid is in the picture there. Looks like Greg Miller. Uh, with clean shave and no facial hair. Yeah, that's good. And then there's Pat Meyer just coming up for a breath. So that was um, one of the baptisms there, a nice urban backdrop there uh, off the balcony at the Asbury. Here's another uh, picture, I think, while we were praying for, for some of those that were getting baptized. Some of the people there recognize... Uh, some of the kids again, and there's the Ned, classic Ned picture. Um, got uh, Alan and some others here. So um, 
That was there. Now, as a part of God, you know, God moving us around, He, he connected us and crossed our paths with new people, some who did not know Jesus as their Lord and Savior, some who did maybe and had not been baptized or not began following Him. And so He continued to grow the church. And uh, as an overflow of that, there were a couple guys that um, God raised up in our midst to, to join myself and Rick Whitney as pastors there. And I think it was while we were at the Asbury, we... Uh, we recognized Jeff Weeman and Brad Albert as pastors there. We did the laying hands on them, prayed for them, and um, and so that was back in 2008. Not long after that, we, we changed and we... Um, we sent a team out from the Firehouse Church. We sent a team out to Manhattan, Kansas. It was Rick and Neva, and uh, there were four or five other uh, people on the team there. So really, uh, a handful of core leaders went from our church out to Manhattan. They teamed up with Pat and, and Cindy there, and they started a church. But, um, you know, that was, uh, you know, in some ways it was not a large team coming out from our church, but in other ways it was a very large team for our church. Every one of them were solid leaders and you know Rick and Neva they took you know they thought they should take Rebecca their daughter with them Becca was Becca was our teen group and they just took the entire teen group liquidated it um, and so but you know that was a, a part a milestone in the journey here there's a church that has been thriving for a number of years now in Manhattan that's actually an overflow of that has started another church in Wichita there and so but we we had a, a part in that we we got to be a part of that and seeing God do that and so then after uh, after we sent Rick and them out we, there was Jeff myself and Brad as pastors um, then uh, then we found an opportunity to move into a really cool building. It was uh, it was a real looker from the get go here, um, and so you know the simultaneous it was a, a neat God thing because the church we were meeting at the Ashbury there um, we just rented Sunday mornings the basement level there, but another church came in and they wanted to rent the building all week long, twenty four seven, and they wanted to pay a lot more for it, and so the landlord graciously said. You're out of here. Um, and so, no, but he, he kind of, we worked it out. And we had been talking with the owner of this building, this beautiful building. And we worked out a deal where we could maybe remodel it and start meeting there. And it happened about the same time he said, you know, he said yes about the same time they were kicking us out over at the other place. In a good way. It wasn't bad. Um, so then we began meeting at some other locations like the Ramada. The Ramada Inn. In order to save money and because this building had no plumbing, had very little electricity, no water, you know, a bunch of things it did not have. So we thought we should meet some other places first. The Ramada was one. We saved money on that. Some of you might remember our theme at the Ramada. At the Ramada, we lacked nada. It was um, God provided for us there. Uh, eventually, we moved on to the Regency Student Housing. There was an opportunity to be there, and um, they had a, a you know kind of a theater down in their basement. It was kind of the, our lobby consisted of an arcade area, a bowling alley, and then we met in the theater. It was kind of fun for a little while. Sometimes it's harder to get people from the lobby into the meeting room uh, than it is here. But uh, anyway, so we spent some time there. And then eventually, you know, in the meantime, we were working on this building here. You know, some of you show up, you see it, you go, wow, it looks great, it's beautiful. It was not beautiful in the beginning. And this was a lot of work put into it. And there's Greg. Uh, God used Greg in a, amazing ways to help bring about the, the design and the construction of this place where we're now meeting. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of... Uh, 
things to celebrate what God did there as well. But then eventually, we um, so here's a, a map. You know, we in seven years of the Firehouse Church, we met in eight locations from uh, Commons Park to Cactus Marketing to Metro, number three over there by Coors Field, and number four, um, Auraria Campus, number five to the Asbury, six, uh, lacking not at the Ramada, seven, over to the Regency, and eight is 33rd and Tejon, where we are now, and uh, it was... Spring of 2011, we had our first grand opening Easter service right here, and it was uh, it was a real blessing to get in there for the first time. Some of you might have heard the story. We've been working and working and trying to get our certificate of occupancy from the city, and we had marketed thousands and thousands of flyers to the neighborhood to join us for Easter morning grand opening, and we got our certificate.